Whether you operate one forklift or thousands, one location or hundreds, the new My Toyota customer portal can help you optimize your operation and material handling equipment. This one-stop, free-to-use platform is designed to help you take control of your information and make smarter decisions, all at the touch of a button. Register and access your data today at my.toyotaforklift.com. That's my.toyotaforklift.com. Today's warehouse needs to keep inventory moving smoothly and quickly. Meet these challenges with on-demand warehouse labeling from Brother Mobile Solutions. Our mobile and industrial printers will help optimize your operations to achieve the speed, reliability, and durability your warehouse needs. With easy integration for existing warehouse technology, convenient portability, and upfront affordability, Brother Mobile Solutions is at your side when it comes to warehouse labeling. Try one for free today by visiting brothermobilesolutions.com slash newwarehouse or click the link in the show notes. That's brothermobilesolutions.com slash new warehouse to try one for free today. The New Warehouse Podcast hosted by Kevin Lawton is your source for insights and ideas from the distribution, transportation, and logistics industry. A new episode every Monday morning brings you the latest from industry experts and thought leaders. And now, here's Kevin. Hey, it's Kevin Lawton with the New Warehouse Podcast, bringing you a new episode today. And on today's episode, I'm going to be joined by Cliff Hardesty. He is the marketing director at Barco Depot. And Barco Depot is focused on bringing you RF equipment and hardware and also specifically focused on repairs and focused on refurbished equipment as well to help you get longer lasting equipment life and also to help you reduce cost in in some aspects as well. So we're going to talk to Cliff about Barco Depot, kind of their background and and talk a little bit about this this repair space and also this refurbishment space and how they can benefit operations in the long term. So Cliff, welcome to the show. How are you? Good. Thanks for having me, Kevin. Good to be here. Definitely happy to have you on. Happy to definitely talk about this topic. I think it's I think it's a pretty interesting one and, and one that I, I certainly dealt with in my past in my warehousing career, both from a frustration point and, and also from <laughs> a, a, a successful point as well, which we'll kind of get into. But before we start talking about that stuff, why don't you give us kind of a brief overview of Barco Depot and, and kind of a, a little bit of a background on the company as well? Yeah, certainly. So we are a family-owned company. My dad started the company back in 1996, Mm -hmm. and he was working in in the industry at the time, working for a company called Markham. They sold barcoding equipment to different industries and things like that. And he noticed that there was a real opportunity to repair this equipment because he was noticing a lot of his customers were sending it off just to be replaced, like something would break and then they would Mm -hmm. just have to replace it. So he noticed that he could be repairing the stuff itself. And, uh, you know, he started repairing the equipment, uh, helping them with certain little things here and there, cables. And it just, the company kind of grew after that. And just with the word of mouth and everything, it just kind of, you know, from there, Barco Depot was born. Yeah, definitely. And I, I think it's interesting that you say that they were just kind of throwing them out and, and replacing them because it's a, you know, they're 
we're talking about RF equipment and, you know, RF equipment, we're talking about like handheld scanners, mobile printers, you know, those types of things that you're using in your operation and, you know, they can get, you know, fairly beat up, but, but they are also really expensive too, as individual units. Yeah. I think people don't realize how expensive a lot of that equipment is because it is, you know, built for a harsh warehouse environment, you know, so the equipment's thousands and thousands of dollars. And I think a lot of, operations managers and warehouse managers, general managers, a lot of the people that we deal with in the warehouse, you know, they realize how much the equipment is because Mm -hmm. it's coming out of their operations budget or whatever it is. But a lot of the warehouse workers don't. So a big thing that we've seen is accountability in the warehouse. Mm -hmm. So, you know, who has the equipment or who's using the, you know, say a MC 9300, if you will, who's using that from the beginning to the end of the shift, how is it being used? And, you know, just the accountability of it. So there's different softwares and different smart lockers, if you will, that they can put them in there so things don't get lost because equipment gets lost all the time, you know, yeah. or it gets put on, you know, a forklift or something that falls off and gets crushed. We see that all the time. So it's just the warehouse is a tough environment. So that's where we, you know, provide values just to be able to repair it so they don't have to replace something like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I've certainly experienced a lot of that myself and some, some pretty crazy stories from employees on on how just exactly uh, they damage the equipment, um, or yeah. a lot of uh, well, uh, oh, I don't know, I don't know when that happened, right? Um, yeah, so yeah. it's very interesting. So, <laughs> yeah. so I, I mean, the repair is is certainly a key aspect, I think, to you know, like you said, that that operations budget and, and trying to keep this equipment for a longer a longer time but but tell us a little bit about from like the the repair side i I guess you know why why essentially like should you be considering repairs over replacement and if you look at from a repair perspective i mean how how much longer could you potentially extend the life of your equipment oh yeah i mean we have customers that have been using the same equipment for 10 or 15 years now Mm -hmm. just because they don't really have the the need to upgrade you know right. we've been able to tell them we can you know exponentially expand the life the lifespan of this current equipment that they're having you know we still use some for anybody that's familiar with like old lxc mx7s and that was a device long long ago that we we repaired more of back then but there's still customers out there that still use this equipment mm. so we can repair it for however long they want and then you know when they're ready to upgrade we can help them with that but with refurbished equipment uh, we have customers with that. That's usually 25% cheaper mm. than, you know, buying new. I mean, for example, we had a customer looking for 30 mobile computers. So they were kind of in between like a CK65 or a MC9300. Mm. And we were able to find them some refurbished CK75s for, you know, a lot cheaper. We ended up saving them 25%. It was like 50 $15,000 or so we yeah. saved them. Oh, wow. So the refurbished equipment, it still shows signs of a little bit of wear and tear, but it's still fully functional. And we still, you know, we stand behind our work. It you know, comes with a six month warranty. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they have the peace of mind that they know if anything goes wrong with it within those six months, we'll, you know, warranty it. And, you know, we have great customer service. They can call us anytime, you know, and we'll be able to help them walk them through any problems that they might be having. So, but yeah, back back to the repairs. We've been helping customers, you know, for 28 years now with yeah. their repairs. They understand, 
you know, how much it costs to replace this equipment. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've spent, you know, thousands of dollars on it. And, you know, some of our repairs will be, you know, just say a couple hundred bucks. So it's just a no brainer to have this equipment repaired. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think it's, um, it's a really great thing to be able to, to have that option to repair, because like you said, the, you know, one unit alone can, you know, be a couple thousand dollars just there. Right. And, you know, I've certainly seen some, some interesting damages, you know, one that always kind of comes to mind is, is somebody that was, it was actually a a fairly new handheld that we had gotten and uh, it would, they kind of put it in the, the handle, like to hold it in the kind of like mesh protection screen on the their their order picker there mm-hmm. and I, I guess some way in the way that they positioned or, or put it when they lifted the mask the mask caught the handle and basically just kind of snapped it off um mm. and it was a uh, pretty interesting to deal with but yeah i mean all those kind of things like you said kind of there in the beginning happen all the time. I mean, they fall, fall off the forklift, you know, something happens, right. the screen gets cracked or like a wire becomes loose and the, the trigger yeah. is not functioning anymore. It just, they just get beat up because you know oh, yeah. they're getting constant use and you know, we're yeah. in the warehouse environments, it's a tough environment, like you said. So, so being able to, to have that, that repair option is certainly something that can, can help you to increase that, that life of the equipment. So I, I'm curious, like, how do you start to implement like a, a successful repair program as an operation? Like how do you maybe partner with Barco Depot to say like, okay, we we're able to get things repaired and not only get them repaired, but get them back quickly as well. Mm-hmm. So we have an experienced team and a knowledgeable team of technicians that have years of experience working on this equipment mm-hmm. from the, the old window days to the new Android you know, operating system now. So they're very experienced in that. They have, you know, years of experience, knowledge, and they've been working on this equipment for a long time. And then also our partners that we have that we use for certain parts. And we also stockpile parts on certain equipment mm-hmm. that we know that certain triggers go bad, keypads go bad, keyboards go bad, certain touch screens. So we, we've seen a lot, you know, throughout the years of what goes wrong with certain pieces of equipment. So we always make sure we just have a stockpile of those certain parts. So when that equipment comes in and we know what's wrong with it, we can replace it really quick. And that's how we keep our lead time or our turnaround time so low, usually within a week, you know, just several days compared to, you know, if you sent your equipment to the OEM, it's going to take, you know, at least a month to get it back. And, you know, you know, thousands of dollars later. So we have a lot of customers that even have warranties. But the OEMs, they like to send their equipment to us just because they know yeah. they can get it back within a, you know, several days. So that's just some of the ways that we bring value is the quick turnaround times. We usually are able to save, save them 20 to 25% in savings from, you know, using us to, you know, an OEM and then uh, our, our quick turnaround times. Because a lot of these companies can't wait a month to get their a certain printer back or a certain handheld back or, or whatever it might be. So yeah. we understand just to be able to get that back into their operations as fast as possible is, you know, it's imperative. Yeah, absolutely. And I, you know, I certainly had experiences where uh, like the, the IT department has, has sent the device back to the OEM and 
you know, it's taken mm -hmm. like months sometimes to, to get it back. So, so oh, yeah. being able to like have a partner that can do that, that quick turnaround is certainly a big plus because you, you don't have to now potentially be, be short a device and then, then scramble to try and see, can I, exactly. because one of my devices is out for repair. I don't know when I'm going to get it back. You know, now I got to go buy another one even so, because, you know, I, I need it right now. So, so mm -hmm. I, I mean, to that point, I guess, as you're working with customers who are, who are looking to, to purchase devices, whether new or, or refurbished, I mean, how do you advise them to be able to have like kind of a, a buffer in their equipment? Because you, I mean, I, I think it's, it's inevitable that a device is going to get, one or two devices or, or however many like are going to have some type of damage at some point and you're going to have to mm -hmm. send it for repair. So how do you advise your customers how to like kind of cover that, that gap where, yeah. you know, we have one out for repair, but we have like one in, in backup or, or what do you tell them to do there? Exactly. Yeah. So a lot of times our customers kind of plan for that already. So they'll either, they'll either have like refurbished equipment in place or they'll have maybe some, if they have newer equipment, they'll just have a few spares here and there. But a lot of times it does, it hurts the operation of a, if a warehouse worker doesn't have a, a scanner to go scan and um, pick items and stuff. And then the operation just kind of slows down. So that's, you know, we hear it all the time. People love our quick turnaround times, you know, like I said, several days to you know a week but a lot of times you know they'll have refurbished equipment we've sent you know people refurbished equipment that we've had in stock just mm -hmm. to kind of get them through a certain okay. phase while you know they might have made the mistake of sending some of their equipment to the oem to get repaired and we were able to send some you know backup equipment if you will just to mm -hmm. kind of get them through that downtime so it's every company's different i mean i think we had was it last i think it was last year we had a customer that said that they're process was just so tedious that their IT was like on the other side of the country. Mm. So they had to send their equipment to the IT department, have the IT department look at it yeah. and, you know, kind of figure out what was going on with it. And if they couldn't figure it out, then they would send it to the OEM. The OEM would take a month and send it back to the IT. And so it was just, it would just take months for the, you know, they were just very frustrated that it would take months to get their equipment back. So they just stopped sending it. You know, and, and then they found us and, you know, they just been singing our praises ever since. So it makes us feel good that we can, you know, help these, these companies out with things like this. Yeah, definitely. And I will say that I was in a, a similar situation as well. And especially like during the pandemic, like we had, you know, all the office staff was basically you know, working from, from home and, you know, we were still in, in the warehouse, so, you know, deemed essential. Right. And, and we had, you know, stuff break and it's the same exact thing. Like we'd have to like ship it to one of the IT uh, people's house and like they would have to look at it first to see like, oh, mm -hmm. maybe they could fix it for us. And then, then if they couldn't fix it, then they were sending it to OEM mm -hmm. and it, it was just a long process. And, you know, there's certainly a couple of times where, you know, we're asking IT like, you know, what's the update on, on this device? Like, you know, we, we're going to need it as we're coming into like our, our busy season, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, what's, what's the update. And, you know, a couple of times they were like, Oh, oh, oh uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's on my desk. I still got to send it to the OEM. Yeah. And it's like, come on, like we sent it to, you know, like two weeks yeah. ago, like what's, what's oh, going yeah. on, you know? So, yeah. so being able to have like that kind of partnership with the, a company like, like you guys and, 
and have that quick turnaround and, and know that it's going to get repaired fairly quickly and, and back in operation, I think is a, is a huge win for the operation to be able to like continue and, and extend that, that uptime for your operation. So, so definitely very good service that you guys are, are providing and, and being able to, to do that. So I want to kind of go back to the, you touched on a little bit, the, the refurbished equipment. So talk to us a little bit about, you know, from the perspective of like a business who's kind of scaling up quickly or is kind of just getting started you know why why would a refurbished equipment be like a viable option for their operations yeah so we saw a huge uptick in refurbished equipment during the pandemic mm-hmm. just because nobody could get anything the supply chains were shut down yeah and you know it was taking 12 to 16 weeks to get any type of hardware and people just oh, yeah. couldn't simply wait wait that long so that's when you know our you know, we started buying more refurbished equipment or we were buying equipment and refurbishing it ourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we were taking old parts and making new equipment or, you know, we're kind of taking bits and pieces of parts and making a, a whole terminal, if you will, uh, <laughs> a handheld or something yeah. just because somebody needed it. And so, yeah, I mean, we were able to save, you know, a lot of money for our customers. I mean, usually mm-hmm. 20, 25%, you know, buying refurbished over new. So that was a plus. And then they were getting it, you know, within a few weeks instead of just, you know, 12 to 16 weeks was just crazy. So it was just something that they had to have. And, you know, obviously there's a few signs of a little bit of wear and tear, but a lot of people don't care as long as it's fully functional, Mm -hmm. you know. So it was really interesting to see that part of the business grow over the, you know, that couple years, though, during the pandemic. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think that it's an interesting opportunity because, you know, especially, you know, the the case of the, the pandemic and, you know, I certainly was experiencing the same thing with the inc- crazy, like long lead times. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I think even from the perspective of, you know, you see, I guess even going back to the pandemic now, like a lot of kind of e-commerce companies and, and things of that nature were kind of born out of the, the pandemic and, you know, people are kind of trying to scale very quickly and, you know, get their operations kind of up and running and, you know, being able to try and, you know, move very fast, but then, you know, not be able to get equipment right away. Certainly something that can like hamper the the growth of the business. So, so being able to tap into that refurbished equipment and get that quicker and, and also, you know, start to, to use something at least to, to, mm-hmm. um, kind of streamline those operations and then become more efficient getting off, getting in away from paper and, and things like that is certainly a, a helpful thing. So I'm curious, like some of the, you know, most interesting potential like examples from your, your customers of, of how you've been able to kind of help them to, to grow their business or, or help them to continue to, to operate through repairs or, or refurbished equipment. Yeah, so like I mentioned earlier, you know, we had one customer that was looking for, I believe it was 30 or so devices, mm-hmm. and they just couldn't wait 12 to 16 weeks for the, you know, the lead times for the equipment that they were interested in. Yeah. And we, you know, they came to us and, you know, like, hey, can you help us out? And we're like, yeah, sure. We can find you a refurbished option. So we were able to repair some of the current equipment they already had, but we were also able to find them the refurbished option. Mm. And, you know, saved them a lot of money. They were happy about that. And now they're coming back to us for even more stuff now. So refurbished is, it's a great option, especially for 
certain printers that people mm. have to have to print certain labels. Yeah. It's crazy how an operation can shut down when like one printer goes down, you know, and, and there's certain things that with a printer like print head, flat roller, there's certain gears, there's different things that can go wrong. I mean, they're built, you know, rock solid, but, you know, just a harsh warehouse environment and just, yeah. you know, months of abuse and stuff, it kind of takes its toll on the equipment. So once one of those printers goes down, it's, you know, they kind of freak out because yeah. they <laughs> don't realize how much the operation kind of revolves around those printers getting those, you know, shipping labels out or whatever it might be. So, you know, we see it, we see it a lot with the printers and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I certainly lived through some of those freak outs too. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Just seeing it. And, and I mean, I think you have a, a great point. Like, you know, th- you, you rely so much on, on this equipment on a daily basis. And, and, you know, they are, I mean, they're going through a lot. You know, you think about, like you said, a label printer for, for shipping or even we have utilized like QL printers in, in the past as well. I mean, they're, they're pumping out, you know, hundreds of labels potentially a, a day. So maybe mm-hmm. in, in some cases, you know, some e-commerce operations like thousands. So, so, you know, they're really getting worked, right? So, so to, to not have kind of a, a backup plan or, you know, a repair kind of situation in place, you know, can certainly hamper you when that, that goes down. So it's really great to, to be able to, to see what you guys are doing and also kind of bring the, the services to, to our audience and, and, have people understand the the importance of you know being able to to have that backup plan, whether it's a repair or, or refurbishment to to get that equipment more quickly so you're able to to increase that uptime and and make sure that you're not having a a gap in your operations because I think the you know if you were to tell your customer that oh you're not going to get your order today because you know we dropped our the handheld off the forklift mm-hmm. I think that's not the customer is not going to understand that right so yeah. you, you got to make yeah. sure that you you're doing everything to kind of give yourself some some insurance or, or safety net so so I, I mean exactly. it's a great great definitely what you guys are, are doing here at Barcode Depot and it's very interesting to to hear about all the different sides of, of repair and, and refurbishment as well when it comes to this type of equipment. So if people are interested in learning more about your services or, or getting in touch with Barcode Depot, how could they do that? So they can visit our website at www.bcd the number four RF as in radio frequency dot net. You should be able to find everything you need to about us on our website, or you can give us a call at 706-654-9090. And you can find us on LinkedIn at Barcode Depot. You can find a lot about what's going on, what we're doing, what we're excited about and things like that. So yeah, we look forward to, you know, helping some other companies out there. All right, great. And we'll definitely put all that information at thenewwarehouse.com as well so people can easily find it. So Cliff, thank you for coming on the show and talking to us about this today. You've been listening to the New Warehouse Podcast with Kevin Lawton. Subscribe and check us out online at thenewwarehouse.com. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you want more content from the new warehouse, check out our new video series called All Hands on LinkedIn. Just search for the new warehouse on LinkedIn and follow along.